Oh, it's 12 o'clock of I Standard Time. That can be one thing, one thing only. Will you wake up in the morning? Hit the snooze again. Do you think Kevin Spacey has ever been to space? I think he wished he went to space. Is there an extradition treaty? What was the... (laughs) What's that movie where he came from space? Was it K-Pax? Oh, K-Pax! He's an alien, right? In K-Pax? It's not you take when you get an infection. (laughs) Doctor, can I get a a K-Pax? Good morning, afternoon, Biscuitiers. It is I, Chuck Sauce. Come one, come all. Welcome to the Biscuit Bunker. That's right. We are broadcasting live from beautiful downtown Kihei. Mm, Right here in the Biscuit Bunker. Right here in the Biscuit Bunker. We are no longer broadcasting from the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater. As much as we want to do the show live in front of hundreds of Biscuitiers, we have to do the show safely from the Biscuit Bunker. But never fear, Chuck T is here, and we got one hell of a show for you today. That's right. Today on Biscuits and Gravy, we're going to talk about cooking. We're going to talk about comedy. We're We're going to talk about watching stuff on TV. We're going to talk about porn and conspiracies. Cooking and comedy, watching stuff on TV, porn and conspiracies, biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Thanks for tuning in to Spotify. Thanks for tuning in to KKU, KKU 88.5, the voice of Gravy. When are they going to reopen the Biscuit Amphitheater? Uh, TBT, bro. TBT. Because uh, we are starting to wind down on the quarantine. I know some restaurants are opening up in a couple days, June 5th. Yeah. Restaurant who I won't name because I'm not allowed to slander as much as I used to anymore. Wait, can I slander now? We- Am I allowed to slander? Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, restaurants that are ro- opening up already are the restaurants that I wouldn't want to go to because they're dirty as shit in the first place. <laughs> and Peter Paradise. And Peter Paradise. Peter Paradise is pretty good. You know, Katy Perry uh, went to Peter Paradise when she was uh, on Island. Oh, yeah? I don't give a hell that Katy Perry likes Peter Pockets. Mm. But I would like to see Katy Perry's Peter Pocket. I like a nice uh, lamb bolognese. I love a good lamb. I like a good falafel or baba ganoush. Ooh. I like the good dill, and anywho, we got a lot going on the show today. I want yeah. to just remind all of our listeners here at home that Biscuits and Gravy is presented in a part by lovely community-minded celebrity sponsors <laughs> like Paul Rubin's Beef Jerky. Need a quick shot of protein? Nobody knows more about jerked meat than Paul Rubin's. It's a great snack to take to the movies. And also by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get out the demons. Coming up in the show, we're going to talk about Epstein, of course. Oh, yeah. There's a groundbreaking Netflix documentary all about Jeffrey Epstein. Uh-huh. So uh, you and I certainly know strangers to this topic. No strangers to it. There's also a good uh, there's a lot Discovery of people out Channel there that didn't know too much about it. Four-part episode about it. I wonder if it's the same one. I think they're... Did that Discovery Channel? Doc- I've, I've come been out? watching the ones on Discovery Channel. Oh, okay. Because it- I have ADHD. I actually find it easier to watch television shows with commercials and harder to drive a Ford Focus. <laughs> Coming up in the show, we have good friend of the show Trump calling in. Oh yeah, I that heard Trump it- is going to call in. He's been under attack lately because these outrageous news sites are starting to do the unthinkable. Vincent Fodi. What's that? Fact-checking things that our Lord Ooh. and Savior, our President of the United States, 
is saying. Speaking of fact-checking, I got something for Corrections Corner. Oh, no! The movie we were talking about last week was uh, Red Planet. Red Planet! Red Planet. And Val Kilmer is in Red Planet. Oh, man. I th- How do they fit him in that space Not only suit? did I not remember that movie at all, I had no idea Val Kilmer was in it. Red Planet, not to be confused with the Mission other Mars, Mission to Mars. Gary Sinise. A good friend of the show, Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise's Guide to Being an Uncle for Nephews and Nieces. You need Sinise's. You need Sinise's. <laughs> Today's show um, is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Slumber Mattress, available exclusively at Tr- Chris Tucker's mattresses. Isn't it weird how there's always like this duality of stuff? Like there was the Mission to Mars and Red Planet. There's also Volcano and Dante's Peak. Yep. There was uh, what was the one with the where the asteroid was gonna hit Armageddon. Armageddon and Deep Impact. And Deep Impact. Mm-hmm. And then there was Alicia Keys and Vanessa Carlson <laughs> making my way downtown. <laughs> How dare you compare Alicia Keys to her? But I guess Alicia Keys would be the Dante's Peak and the other one would be Inferno. I don't know how it goes. <laughs> is, is Dante Peaks good? I only remember is Dante Peaks is that they're in That's a river. Pierce Brosnan, right? There's, yeah, it's with Pierce Brosnan and there's a river of acid. And he like, don't worry, my he pushes car. The old lady into yeah, he the pushes lava. the old lady out of the boat, <laughs> and the old lady drags the boat. And then they have a car, and he's like, don't worry, my car can cross the river. And they're like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, it's got a snorkel on it. And I'm like, hold on, boats have snorkels? Yeah, cars and boats can have snorkels. Uh, cars have snorkels because that way, if they go under a certain amount of water. The, the carburetor or whatever doesn't fill up with water, and the car can continue to drive underwater. Mm. If it's chilly, is it a carburetor? <laughs> All right. Coming up the show, we got delicious puns and delicious foods. Um, did you uh, enjoy that you Zoom know? show that we did? I did. I did, we, although I got to tell you, I uh, really thoroughly enjoyed drinking vodka during it. Yeah. I was on a sugar cleanse, low-carb low cleanse for a couple days. And if I go four days without carbohydrates or alcohol, I get really lit after like four or five vodka yeah. drinks. So that was fun. Yeah, I haven't <laughs> been drinking as much lately either. So, you know, two or three Jamesons, I'm feeling pretty darn toasty. <laughs> Man, coming up on the show, I can't wait to talk about Gluttony Club. A lot of great stuff I've been cooking. I've ventured out to a food truck. We're going to talk more about that later. Ooh, Green and, Chili, where have you been my entire life? And we've got so much to talk about for spoiler alert. That's right. Rick and Morty season finale. Yeah. And uh, you haven't seen the Rick and Morty season nope, finale. Nope, but I have a feeling you're going to ruin it all for me. I am going to spoil spoiler it Spoiler alert. Something happens to Beth. That's all I know. And we may also uh, chat with our resident Rick and Morty expert, John Quigley. Ooh, from Might Quigley Down Under. Call. So uh, lots of stuff to look forward to later on the show. Today's show has been brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Blessings. You can't spell benediction without Benedict. Biscuits and Gravy is proudly presented by Kenny Login Cybersecurity. Trust your logins to logins. A hot tub full of KFC gravy, Cal. And of course, our dear friends down at Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered. You're on a gravy train with Benedict Cumberbatch's. Are you on a gravy train with biscuit wheels, biscuiteers out there? Whether you're a gravy gal or a biscuit boy, thanks for tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I could not do this show without the guy who does literally all the work for it. My co-host, my cohort, my co-something, Vincent Fody. Vincent Fody, how you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How's 
You're the vid-19. I'm the COVID-19. Oh, hey <laughs> So I got to say, I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, let's take some time to be groovy. Can you believe it? Yeah, that's right. I, I do all the work and you ride the gravy train. I ride the gravy train, baby. Did you, uh, speaking of riding the gravy train, did you see that SpaceX launch? Yeah. Oh, my God. So for those of you just tuning into the Biscuits and Gravy Show, if you've only been following that police get to kill people all the time with almost zero repercussions, there's other stuff going on in the news. Wait, what? What? Yeah, I know. I know it's so weird. We always think like, oh, police officers, it's so cool. You get to just <laughs> kill people all the time and always get away with it. But there's other stuff going on in the world right now, Vincent Vody. Yeah, because uh, Earth is not doing so well right now. No. But uh, a couple between the COVID and the police always getting to kill people all the time for no reason. A couple lucky astronauts got to leave Earth yeah. for a little while. They were like, F you, Minneapolis. We're getting out of here. See ya. <laughs> Wouldn't want to be ya. I think it's funny because... Um, I don't trust that space that SpaceX live Vince, video. Please. I don't Vince. I don't trust that SpaceX live video because when they got up there you could see some of the earth and the earth looked kind of curved to me. It looked curvy, baby. That's got to be a f- that's got to be fake news. We all know the earth is shaped like a biscuit. We <laughs> we all know the earth is shaped like a biscuit. It's round and sort of somewhat truncated like squash. Truncated. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> like it's somewhat squashed like the news reports that Trump and reads also when you're watching that live stream video from the rocket you didn't see any lizard people out in space no lizard people I didn't see Hillary Clinton once eating a baby so we know that Elon Musk is in on that whole lizard conspiracy mm-hmm. he we've seems been, really been... fishy he's from South Africa immigrated through Canada <laughs> I, don't tr- I don't trust I don't that tr- at all I don't trust him you ever see him in an interview he seems Weird, bro. Nothing to trust. But in in other news, we uh, NASA basically out. So, so instead of like the government sending people into space, we we're like, oh, you know that guy that has uh, electric cars? Let's have him send people into space. Yeah, and he did a pretty darn good job. So if you've ever used PayPal, congratulations, you sent someone into space. Right. The only thing is, though, I don't really trust Elon Musk because what is he? First of all, where where are lizards from, Chuck? Where are lizard people from? They're from either different dimensions or another space. They're from outer space. That's mm-hmm. right. And uh, where do lizard people like to live? In the heat. In heat, right? Yeah. But they also live in underground tunnels. Of course, they live in underground tunnels. Und- under Walmart. Under- Don't get me started about the Walmart tunnels, bro. Under Disney World. By the way, guys, look this up. Walmart tunnels. Oh, I tell you. There is. We, we covered there's that real extensively. Things. Yeah. Walmart tunnels, baby. All Walmarts have secret underground tunnels where they take Mexican children and feed them the lizard people. Yep. Now. Where have all the Mexican children gone? What is Elon Musk most known for? What's one of his biggest companies? Tesla. Tesla. And or he, the Boring Company. And he used that money to create the Boring Company. And what does the Boring Company do? I don't know. I fell asleep reading about it. It, makes, it underground makes tunnels. tunnels. It makes underground tunnels for lizard people to live in. Uh, and also, what else did he do? SpaceX. SpaceX. Sending people, people in space. Sending people out into space. What if Elon Musk is a lizard person? I'm pretty sure he's got to be a lizard he's person. He's part of the elite. I don't know. I t- all I'm saying is I don't trust Elon Musk. We're going to be doing a deep dive into him maybe next week for Conspiracy Corner. Let's dive on into the Musk, baby. But we got it's so much. musky next We've week. got a lot to talk about with Jeffrey Epstein this Too week. much to talk about Epstein. Epstein and Mar-a-Lago. He went to Mar-a-Lago to pick up his 15-year-olds and rail him with the prince. Okay. <laughs> That's true. By the way, I love during the interview when they're like, all right, the next question we asked him. We were really we spent weeks thinking about how we were gonna ask him, right? And then all right, all right, and then it's like, 
Epstein, is it true that you have an egg-shaped penis? And he just <laughs> blocks the fuck out. <laughs> They're just asking him questions to get under his skin. Yeah. Just like lizard people. But uh, there's been something else going on in the news this week that's been close to my heart. There's been so much going on. It's been close to your heart. It's been on your mind all week, Vincent Fodi. I know everyone wants to hear about it. What is going on? We are talking about this week fact-checking. Can you believe it? People want to. It start makes me sick. Fact checking stuff. It uh, makes me sick to my stomach. I know. And our president, our leader, our fearless leader, Mr. Trump, came out this week against fact checking, and he claimed that fact checking was bias against Republicans. <laughs> this is these are real things that he said. Guys, if you're just tuning in to the Biscuits and Gravy Show, on and KKU, you just have to take our word for it because we don't believe in fact checking. Yep. Now, sometimes you might say that facts with Trump are just like the way he holds the Bible, upside down and backwards. It could be upside down and backwards. But that doesn't matter. He is our president, okay? Did you hear they... they the president they, cannot was... commit any crimes, and the president can only say true things. That's that's true, though. It's true, though. It's right. just like the Pope. It's He's infallible. And so maybe instead of instead of just conjecturing about fact-checking and Donald Trump. Why don't we get it straight from the horse's mouth? What do you think? I think we should hear from Trump right now. All right, let's see if we can give him a call. Hold All righty. Oh, we're getting a phone call here. Here we go. Good morning and aloha. You're live on the Biscuit Bunker with Chuck and Vince. Good morning, boys. Hey. Hey, it's President Trump. That is President Trump, everybody. Thank you so much for calling the show. After all, you cannot call the Biscuits and Gravy Show without getting the Trump bump. And here we are giving you the biscuit bump, everybody. Here we are. It's been a while since we heard from you. How have you, how have you been, President Trump? It's been a rough couple of weeks. I'm not going to lie to you. I know. We've all missed you here at the presidential Quiznos, hidden <laughs> underneath the mall in beautiful Maui. And we, we here have been in our bunker, and I heard you also spent some time in your own bunker lately. I had to go to the bunker. You know why? Why is that? Because they're trying... They're trying to prevent me from using my freedom of speech on Twitter. It's horrible. That's right. I mean, Twitter of all places, you know, it is so hurtful to me, Mr. Trump, President Trump, now, that people, especially from that slanty liberal agenda tweeter group, would say something so blasphemous that they want to start fact-checking people's opinions Trump, this is so un-American. You are our president. You have to say whatever is on your mind. And we have to believe it. Absolutely. Now, Absolutely. I'm the leader, so what I say goes. That's that true. Works. And by the way, I just want to commend you on, you've been doing such a great job lately as president, whether it's handling this pandemic or the, the race issue that's been going on lately. You just have been doing a great job. Thank you so much. Look, I, I worked so hard. People don't give me the credit. That's true. And, and you've also been, I want to commend you on how much social distancing you've been doing because you've been spending all that time down in Mar-a-Lago playing golf. Yeah, you know, I got to do what I got to do to protect the country. I know that it's not easy being away from D.C. and your beautiful wife. I know you probably are anxious to come back and get back to your executive time, but sometimes you just got to gotta put a little distance in between, you know? Absolutely. I mean, these things, they take time to work their way through, but eventually Twitter's going to know that everything I say is a fact. I want right. to just commend you on one of your recent tweets, President Trump, with all the animosity going on in America right now and with millions of Americans looking forward to you and not knowing how to feel. 
You tweeted last week, first comes the lootin', then comes the shootin'. Thank you so much for being so diplomatic during a time like this. He's just telling it like it is. Telling it like it is, baby. But the real reason we wanted to talk to you this week, uh, President Trump, was because you touched on something that's really close to our hearts here at the Biscuits and Gravy Closer than the cholesterol I get from eating biscuits and gravy every day. That's right. And that's the the concept of fact-checking. Because as you know, here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, we are vehemently against fact-checking. We're so against fact-checking, bro. It's so stupid. These lamestream media want to Google goggle everything and twist our words around and say that whales do exist, and we're sick of it. We're sick of it. I'm tired of people trying to tell me that whales trying exist. Trying of people telling me that whales exist because when we know in our hearts that they don't. See, this is America, and in America, America, just because something is a lie doesn't mean I don't have the right to believe it. Yes, we've all known this since the Reagan. May he rest in eternal heaven since the Reagan campaign. If you say a lie five times, it becomes the truth. Look, boys, this is why I love you. I love you guys because you don't care about the facts. And you know what? The only fact that matters is that I won the election in 2016 against Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. And you won the popular vote despite those millions of Mexicans voting illegally. And you also also had the, the largest crowd at any inauguration. Look, my crowd was almost a billion people. It was very close. <laughs> it was. It was so many. It was people. more than entire India together. Now, here's why I hate fact checking because <sighs> so many recents hate fact checking. Trump, here on the biscuits. Do you know show. how much time Chuck and I spend uh, talking about lizard people, right? Now, if I saw a tweet on Twitter where somebody says that they saw Jay Z turn into a lizard person on a plane, I don't. I want to believe that. Yeah, we I don't... want to believe it. In fact, that is either the cornerstone of Biscuits and Gravy is the tweet that Jay-Z turned into a lizard person while filing business class. And I don't need Twitter telling me that lizard people aren't real because then I'd have to admit to myself that I've been wasting my time. I don't want to do that. Look, you're not, you're not wasting your time. In fact, Kanye West told me that Jay-Z is, in fact, a lizard person. Oh, I knew it. Oh, you heard it straight from Yeezus. <laughs> Absolutely. That man is full of facts. And you know what's interesting? Um, Here in America, we have a little thing called freedom of religion. Look it up, snowflakes. Look it up, baby. And being a Trump supporter is a lot like religion. It doesn't, it's not about facts. Being a Trump supporter is about what you believe in your heart. And I don't need facts getting in the way of that. If you boys are trying to call me a god, I say I commend you. Well, you do have a lot of followers. (laughs) Yeah, it's like 80 million on Twitter. It's pretty big. That's pretty big. Now, Trump, some people are getting unfriended this week on Facebook because there are links going around that say that if you like Trump on Facebook, you should be deleted as friends right now. Can you believe that? People are actually deleting their friends in fake Internet Facebook world just because they are true, devout followers of the Trump. What do you have to say about that? You know, I just talked to Mark Zuckerberg earlier today, and uh, we're going to put an end to that, okay? There's going to be no unfollowing, no unfriending people who love Trump. Right, and I mean, there's so many Russian bots out there, I don't have time to unfollow all of them. Absolutely. I mean, you can't (laughs) unfollow everything. It's just, what does Zuck think he's doing? You know, it'll be like an article of something you said, and then below it will be a Snopes article saying that it's not true. Who do they think they are? 
Look, you can't spell liar without liberal, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Trump, that's why you're so wise. Oh. oh, lordy, lordy, lordy. Well, we love you, and we really appreciate you taking time away from your extremely busy schedule to give us a call. And I'm sorry all this is riffraff and these thugs and these hooligans are really just distracting people from what's really going on, which is the opening of Florida. Yeah, Florida completely open. That's what we should be focusing on. You know, you like to go to Florida. You like Mar-a-Lago more than everything, anything. He likes it so much that he tried to register to vote in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> we Trump, commend you for that. Trump, I know you're a busy man, so we only have 19 more hours of questions for you. <laughs> uh, just kidding. We're going to let you go out of here. Uh, have a great day, Trump. Any, any more wise words before we let you go? Look, you boys just keep preaching the truth about the chuds and the lizard people, okay? You keep putting it out there. You can count you know, on us. You know it. We know it. All righty, everybody. Have a good day, boys. That was our right. fearless Thanks leader. Later. President Trump, everybody. Oh, always always good to hear from President Trump. Ooh, good old President Trump, everybody. I miss him. We haven't heard from Trump in a while. Mm, Trump Tower is presented in part by Condoleezza's Rice. It'll advocate war crimes against hunger. And also by Jim Crocey's Crochet Kit. He doesn't mess around with Slim, and he doesn't mess around with quality crochet equipment. Hey, Vince, are you looking for the finest quality crochet equipment around? Why, yes, I am, Chuck. Well, I've got a name. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, Biscuits and Gravy is presented in part by Little John's Maid Service. Little John's Maid Service. They'll clean everything from, from the, the windows, windows to the walls. To the walls. Now, uh, do you hear that, Chuck? I, I can't hear it all, baby. Wait, do you hear that sound? I do hear it, Vince. You know That's that the means. sound of biscuit and or gravy news <laughs> here on the Biscuit and Gravy Show. It's time for biscuit and or gravy news. We're going to do biscuit and or gravy news. We're going to finish off the show with a lovely segment we call Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. Ooh. That's where you can email us at thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at, at gmail.com. You can visit us at biscuitwars.com as well. Everything we say here reiterated at biscuitwars.com. Visit it before the lizard people stop you. Then we're <laughs> going to have a nice little, little segment called Gluttony Club where I talk about how I've been slowly killing myself with food this week. Mmm, gluttony club. Mm. We have so much to spoil on, a little bit of a porn to talk about, a brief what the chuck about sex in Australia. But now it's time, man. Play that music for me one more time. Play it again, Sam. Play it like you used to. Now this week on Biscuits and Gravy News. Biscuits or Gravy News. I uh, found a very interesting article about a lady who is a Manx lady. You know oh. what that means. She's from the Isle of Man. Oh, okay. I did not know. I'm like, there's no category on Pornhub <laughs> I've been missing out on. Now, in in the Isle of Man, they have a favorite snack called chips and cheese. Chips and cheese. Which uh, Isle of Man? You're not an Isle of Man man unless you like the chips. Unless and cheese. you like the chips and cheese, and of course, by chips they mean French fries. Yeah. Or freedom fries. As, freedom fries, as baby. us Americans call Let them. freedom ring, baby. And it's pretty much like a version of poutine. Except it doesn't have the cheese curds. It has more of like a melted cheese on top. Yeah, yeah. Pretty sorry we didn't do too well. And it's got, the, it's got the gravy and everything on there. Now, this lady from the Isle of Man, she made the world's largest chips and cheese with gravy. Uh, it was 32 pounds. 
That's the largest? I can't believe it. I know. You would think it would be bigger. And uh, the thing that I thought was really cool about it was she made it in a cheese wheel. So you take oh, you take a no cheese wheel way. and she hollows it out. And then you put all the all the fries in to- on top. Oh you layer it with gravy. It had uh, wheels on the cheese go round and round. It was thirty two pounds and, and included round. a cheese wheel, two liters of gravy, and it was forty two thousand calories. That's it. Which means I can I could only eat one of those per day. That's my about my daily calorie intake. Yeah, as is long about as you 42, eat it between 000. eleven and five, you're intermittent fasting. And <laughs> as long as you as long as you eat it at the right time. Your body can handle 43 today. 43,000. <laughs> yeah, I got it. That's it. And when I saw the picture of it, it reminded me of you because. <laughs> hey, man. Because when you were in Italy, oh, you, the cheese wheel, yeah. you ate you ate a pasta out of a cheese wheel, right? I did. It Is was that true? The most delicious. Uh, where where was that at? Where, that you that was in Florence. Oh, in Florence. Mm-hmm. It was was it a carbonara? Yeah. So they bring it out and uh, they bring out like a a brandy. Brandy. Yeah, it's so it's so nuts. And then they pour that into the I cheese said wheel. Brandy. And then they light the brandy on fire. What a fine girl. And while the brandy is on fire inside the bowl of cheese, they scrape the cheese off of it and it still bubbles up. Oh my goodness, that sounds so And good. then they have on the side of them, they have fresh truffles, pre-grated cheese, and seasoning, and then your boiled fresh pasta. Oh. So then they are, it's on fire, then they start scooping it in, they shave the fresh truffles on top. they serve it in the cheese and bowl. And they toss it, and then they scoop it out of the cheese bowl, and they serve it to you on a plate. But oh, they, my gosh. It's like instead of a Caesar salad done table side, <laughs> it's a cheese <laughs> or wheel. Or a crepe. <laughs> it's a cheese wheel done. Where they t- roll the crepes right at the table. <laughs> no room for the flavor to hide. Uh, well, now that I'm n- now that you've got me nice and hungry, Chuck, why don't we go in the Gluttony Club? Oh, let's dive on into it. So that, that's a salute to the uh, Isla Man making your two liters of it's really disco fries at that point. Who said disco is dead? Yeah, we were talking about garbage fries the other week oh, too. Oh lordy! Because of the halal snack packs. Mm. Guys, now listen. I grew up on the East Coast, the least coast. A lot of great food out there, but we lacked. Not a lot of great Mexican food in Connecticut. Who would have thought, right? <laughs> Who would have thought? That's weird. And it's not until I moved to Maui where I met so many people from the Southwest and from the Midwest, and they ex- showed me something that is so great. Green chili. I, I went years, decades, a lifetime without having green chili, and I've had a few different versions of it. One you had the my, chili El Nino? That my girlfriend makes, which is really good. And it's green chili with, like, chicken gravy mix. So it has, like, that gravy texture. Yeah. And it's got the green chili taste. And it has, like, oh, it's so good. chicken chunks it's like in the, it. the burritos at that Mexican food store in North Kihei. They've oh, got, yeah. They've got a great chili verde oh, there. Oh, man. Mm. So I've had enchiladas with the green sauce on it. But it was maybe a step up above from, like, Taco Bell verde sauce. Which right. is just introductory Spanish for green. Wait, you're telling me that it was better than Taco Bell? It's, it's hard to believe here. <laughs> you heard it here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show, everybody. I, Chuck Sauce, had Mexican food the other day that was so good, it was better than Taco Bell. I find that hard now, to believe. Now, did I but... get the most Mexican meal ever? No. I got a cheeseburger tortilla with green chili in it. So it was a half-pound burger with so much cheese. Wait, it was in a tortilla? Yeah, it was in a So it looked like a crunch wrap, but oh better. Oh, my gosh. Minus, so it was burger, 
wrapped into a monster little blanket burrito on side of it. I've actually had the burger burritos, even if you just do it with a regular cheeseburger, and you do it in a wrap instead of on a bun. It's so they're, good. I think they're so good. And in this case, and it's easier to eat too. You know, they got the cheese, they got the lettuce, they got tomato, and then they made something that made it even better. But I'll be it tougher to eat. They put in their chile sauce, the green chili. Mm. It was so good. I was supposed to share it with my girlfriend, Governor Chris So they didn't Christie. do it enchilada style where they put it on the outside? Nope. It comes in really looking really neat. And then by the time you start biting into it, I felt like a doctor. Like I had to like use my mouth to like suture different parts <laughs> of it shut so it wouldn't <laughs> leak out. Scalpel. Yeah. And I'm like grabbing my straw and I'm like... <laughs> So I could take a couple dry bites, and it was so. And I'm trying to like be hygienic, like using a lighter to cauterize it. Yeah. So, (laughs) so, little messy, but uh, really great, and a food truck, so I didn't have to worry about it. And it was great. I was leaving Paia, and it was right there on Stable Road. And I just want to give a shout out to Montoya's Green Chili Food Truck for serving it up, and even better, Stable Road. Um, it's by the Stable Genius Road that Trump lives on. Oh, that's, that's where Trump lives, Stable Genius Road. And it's Road. on uh, the most Hawaiian neck of the woods, Spreckelsville. It's 88 Stable Genius Road. No, it's, uh, you're on Hana Highway, and you're just passing the airport before Paia, and it's on the beach side where the old like, sugar cane fields used oh, to be. Oh, man. And oh, my God. So, so, I mean, it was just soaked, man. Thank goodness the food trucks are still open. Thank goodness the food truck. And I also want to say a little pep in my step today because I went down to our good friends at Cracking Coffee and I got my large, I can't, no, it's a, not a quad your shot. Eight sh- your eight shots of my, espresso? Yeah, like, like a large, I'm like, no, I just want pure espresso. And they put the, the coffee ice cubes in there. Mm. That's the best part. Oh, man. That way, as it goes down, I don't have to sacrifice having ice cubes water down my heart attack right. espresso. You don't, you don't want ice cubes watering down your espresso. That's so, why I go to Kraken Coffee. A lot of great food this week, man, but oh my God, green chili. And then that night, I was so spoiled. I went home. My girlfriend, Chris Christie, said, go outside, tan, smoke some weed, drink a bottle of wine. And then she made chili roleno two ways. She made it with rehydrated peppers, and she made it with fresh, spicy green peppers, and it was so good. <laughs> rehydrated peppers? Yeah, so that's I actually find this hard to believe, but that's the way, the more traditional way, chili relano, is actually dried peppers that they rehydrate and stuff mm-hmm. with cheese. Why don't you just use fry. regular peppers? I don't know. That's what they do. So I had two different kinds. I had poblano and You could uh, cut out two steps and just use regular peppers. Yeah. Instead but, of dehydrating them and then rehydrating uh, them. You get like 30 dehydrated peppers for $2, whereas green, fresh green peppers are like $9 a pound. That's why I want to try fried beans, because maybe they're just as good as refried beans, and we're wasting time. Uh, so I <laughs> And then uh, final shout-out, final shout-out, another Mexican restaurant on island I've been eating at. So good, man. It's right by. Ooh, sorry. I got the little uh, acid reflux going on from my quad shot times two <laughs> over here. Uh, right in town. I used to love Jorjitos. Jorjitos still one of my favorite food trucks on island. But if you ever gone to that Mexican restaurant by our previous radio show right there about biscuits and gravy on that side street. Are you talking about piñatas? No, although I do like piñatas. Are they even good. open? Got to get the kitchen sink burrito if you're going oh, to piñatas. man. So much good Mexican food on And island. you get like a 10% discount if you tell them the classic rock song of the day. <laughs> <laughs> they still do that? I don't know. Oh, They man. should. Anyway. 
So that's all I got for Gluttony Wait, Club there's another today. Mexican food store? Yeah. Oh, it's the one. Uh, it's on Alamaja? On Alamaja Street. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I haven't been there, but I've heard really great so, things. I heard they got great food places. to you. They make their own hot sauces, and again, overwhelmed. Wait, have you been there recently? I go there once a week now. Okay, because I, I was worried that because they were still pretty relatively new when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. so I was hoping they wouldn't close still down. Still lying at the door all day or a day. Oh, perfect. Just like Tin Roof. Oh, man. You, can't go, you can't get anywhere near that place. Today's show is presented in part by Jim Carrey's Cemeteries. Somebody plot me. Home of Jim Carrey's Cremations. Yours. Smoking. And also by Kate Hudson's Perfume. If you want to smell like the Hudson, try Kate Hudson's Perfume. It's the best way to lose a guy in 10 days. Hey, Chuck, her perfumes are almost, almost famous. famous. Did you know that? That's brought to you by 1 p.m. texts between us. <laughs> and Gluttony Club is also brought to us by John Ham's Pork Products. If it's not ham, it's, it's not, not pork. pork. That's all I got for Gluttony Club today. You have anything for Gluttony Club, Vince Fody? I made some homemade coleslaw. Ooh, yeah. Which I got to say, I was a big, I am a big fan of. Mm. Um, and I also made one of my favorite dishes. Oh, with the homemade coleslaw, instead of using a regular vinegar, uh, I had been using, uh, I know you like to use the pomegranate vinegar. I love to use pomegranate. Which is super, super good. I used a champagne vinegar. Whoa. The champagne vinegar, I got to say. Like a champagne it, vinaigrette? No, it's it's an actual vinegar? champagne vinegar, and wow. it's, it's got a little bit of a nice savory sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Not as sweet as like a rice wine vinegar, but a nice champagne vinegar. I gotta say, it was pretty darn good. I also made my own poke last night. So good. <clears throat> Unbelievable, man. All you gotta just watch a YouTube video about how to cut up a fish. Mm-hmm. Once you get it right, I mean, seriously, it's easy to butcher a fish up. I fried well, some Scaling other it is messy, no, I don't. But, but filleting it I is. I can't scale a fish. I can't scale a fence. <laughs> the only thing I can scale is an eighth. But I made my own poke last night with ginger, chili pepper oil. Who's that? Oh, never mind. <laughs> uh, ginger, chili pepper oil, Marianne. sesame seed oil. The skipper. And <laughs> soy. soy, and I cut up an onion, tossed it in there. So good. I have been making one of my favorite dishes of all time. It's uh, Italian sausage, pepper, and onion sandwiches. Oh, which is no basically way. It's super easy to make. All you do is you You're throw, super easy to make. You saute some garlic and some olive oil, and then you th- cut up some onions and peppers. You dice them up and throw them in there. You got to use regular olive oil. Make sure you don't use Evo. Evo, you don't want to ever raise the temp on. Regular olive oil is good to cook, but you don't want to cook it on high. Right. And so you just saute all that down until they get nice and soft. You might want to sweat your onions a little bit. I love when we you discussed. sweat onions and make it so soft. It makes <laughs> me so hard. Watching those onions sweat just reminds me of you, Chuck. Yep, watching those onions sweat. And then once you get those, you once you get those cooked all the way down, uh, you want to put in your sausage and get your sausage cooked pretty much all the way through. Uh, and you want to throw in a little bit of red wine. No, no, no. And- you want to cook your sausage all the way through, not pretty much. Through. You do want to cook your sausage all the way through. You want to, you, you know what? We may not think that whales exist, but we do believe that of many things you should at least cook your sausage. And then you want to pretty you wanna, much all the you way wanna through. You want to throw some red wine in there and get that all no way, get really? that all cooked out and get all that fond at, for off the bottom. And then you cook the sausages all the way through. You take the sausage out, slice them up into little coins, mm-hmm. throw it back in there, throw a little tomato sauce on top, and let it just all simmer together. You get all that delicious flavor, and then you can take it out. I also like to put a little bit of black pepper and some Parmesan cheese on top. You mix that all together, and you just throw it on a roll, and you're good to go. It's one of the best things I've ever had in my entire life. What kind of roll do you like to put it on? I, I use a nice hoagie roll. I was going to say hoagie or Kaiser. Even If I, I was in Philadelphia, Kaiser. I would use an Amoroso roll. Oh, baby. There's that uh, pizza place in Wailuku that bring that ships in the Amoroso rolls. 
Right, uh, that's Gia, a Giannato. Giannato's yeah. imports Amoroso rolls all the way from Philadelphia just to, to make their cheesesteaks super authentic. That's what I call Philadelphia freedom. Philadelphia freedom. Speaking of Philadelphia, we're going to have a guest call from that lovely segment called Quickly Down Under. That's true. <laughs> and that's where Quiggs calls in and ruins stuff for me. And spoiler alert. Yeah, he's our, he's our resident uh, South Park and Rick and Morty expert. We have the quickest morning wood to get through and a super quick what the chalk. Gluttony Club has been brought to us by Dwayne Johnson's Wholesale Seafood. It isn't a rock. It's a, it's rock, a rock lobster. lobster. Do you smell what the rock is cooking? And yeah. also brought to us by Leonardo DiCaprio's guillotines. Get decapitated with DiCaprio. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> is that a little rock lobster? For rock you? lobster. Rocking it out. All right, you ready to get into a spoiler alert? Yeah, dude! 150. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cookie Dough, because the best batch is a Cumberbatch. Oh, there come the meat sweats. <laughs> Today's show is presented in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. Benedict Cumberbatch's Cucumbers. There's no cucumber match. For Cumberbatch. And also by Benedict Cumberbatch's rehab clinic for when you've been addicted. <laughs> All right, so we've got so much to talk about for spoiler alert. I don't even know where to begin. Have you been watching a lot of TV this week? Not as much, man. I've been working a little bit. I have been watching that. You've been Epstein. working a lot. Yeah, too much. I hate it. That Epstein documentary, which is uh, really great. And uh, spoiler alert on the Epstein documentary. I've been watching two Epstein documentaries. Uh, one of the lovely locations they were picking up their children to molest and rape and then pimp out to other people was Mar-a-Lago was their hunting grounds. Wrong. So the guy that Wrong. Prince Henry railed news. super illegally uh, was a 15-year-old bath attendant at Mar-a-Lago. And right. of course, our dear friends down at Muggle, <laughs> our dear friends down at Michael Douglas's Fur Burgers, <laughs> warning: may cause throat cancer. Now I got a question for you, Chuck. What? Um, do you know about Apple TV? Yeah, I do. I know that we used to complain that the cable TV providers were charging too much and I still couldn't watch everything. So then you had to get HBO and Showtime and expansion packs and Durga Durga and Durga Durga. Hulu and Amazon and then Prime, now Netflix. It's gone the other way. It's Netflix, Hulu, Quibbly, Dumb stuff. Quibbly's not acorn. a thing. First of all, Quibbly's not a real. It's something. That's what um, what should we call it? Reno Nine One One is back. Oh, and it's on, <laughs> but you can't get it on Roku or on Apple. You got to get it only on your phone. It's so dumb. How about Reno Nine One One? Oh my God, I would Nine One One. That sounds pretty Chuck delicious. Tea burning fire water on the dance floor. So I didn't know this, but since I bought a new iPhone recently, I'm I actually got. Oh, you got a new iPhone, bro? I got a free subscription to Apple TV for oh, one yeah? year. And so I decided to go on and check it out. And let me just say, if you thought Amazon Prime was light <laughs> on content, wait till you see Apple TV. Yeah, the vast wasteland that would normally be daytime TV is all on Apple, Apple TV. Apple TV has pretty much nothing. I think they have one original series by M. Night Shyamalan. And so that's no, so nothing. And that's pretty much it. I think ha if you scroll through Apple TV, half of their links are to order movies and stuff from off the from from another site. <sighs> so dumb. Uh, Foxcatcher is now for free since we've had our conversation. So I can watch Foxcatcher for free. Where, where's that for free yet? I think it's back on Netflix. 
Oh, is it on Netflix? Seems like oh, it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, also on Netflix, starring Steve Carell, is Space Force. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Space Mixed Force. reviews with everyone I know that I've watched it says it's great. I I was really surprised because I watched a, 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 most of the first season, and I really enjoyed it. And then I went online, and I saw it was getting all these really bad reviews. Um, I think people were looking... Just another reason to not believe people down at Rotten Tomatoes or I think, Twitter. I think people were expecting it to be The Office, and it's not The Office. It's something else. Oh, it's not The Office in space? Right, and some of the, some of the humor is... I personally is... think that The Office is unwatchable. But... <laughs> uh, I actually really enjoy The Office. I think most people would disagree with you on that. Most people do. But I know. If, uh, but I, the thing I like about Space Force is that it's satirical without being political. Nice. They don't mention Donald Trump at all in Space Force. It's all satirical, and it's it's just kind of makes fun of the way the government works, sort of the way like Veep does. Nice. I would say, yeah. Uh, and the the some of the humor is right in your face and kind of over the top and goofy, but some of it is really subtle. So it's got a little bit of something for everybody. So I would say check out Space Force if you if you don't like the first. T- two episodes or so you probably might not enjoy it but give it a chance it actually takes you almost seven episodes to really get invested in a tv show and to like everything it's okay and i find personally that if i like the first couple episodes Most TV shows. sometimes i don't like it towards the end mm, some, it takes me a couple episodes to get think into ab- it but think about breaking bad think about how good the the pilot episode for breaking bad was the pilot episode was one of the best pilots for any show I've ever seen. Like, there's no way you can watch the pilot and not immediately want to watch. Breaking Bad is just so good to begin with. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, gonna... it's in a league of its own. Much like Tom Hanks' Lambshanks. <laughs> Much like them. <laughs> They're in a league of their own. Hey, you know you know what's great about Tom Hanks' Lambshanks? What? They're big. Oh. <laughs> for a limited time only. Catch them while you can. Now, Apple TV might not be that great, but there's also been a lot of people talking about another... Uh, subscription service, which is HBO Max. What do you know Ooh. about HBO Max, Chuck? I can't wait for you to subscribe to it. <laughs> well, you're in luck because I already subscribed to it. Oh, nice. Now, here's the thing about HBO Max is that if you subscribe to HBO already, you already have HBO Max. What? That's yeah, Max. Because I used to complain about HBO I was thinking about canceling my subscription because they didn't have too much on right well, there's now. There's also not more shows coming out. They can't fill anything more. And also the the movie selection that they have on HBO leaves a lot to be desired. But HBO recently HBO is owned by AT&T. Do you like AT&T. Spanish dramas from 17 <laughs> years ago that you've never heard of? But HBO is owned by AT&T now. They they Do got you bought by AT&T. Do you want to see the AT&T. sequel to E-Mama 2 Tambien? They got they got bought by AT&T about 2 years ago. And Ever since then, actually, I was missed. Longtime listeners of the Biscuits and Gravy Show will know how furious I was when AT and T bought HBO because what did HBO stop doing? They stopped having their almost pornography at eleven o'clock at night. They still have some, but they've toned back their almost pornography. I mean, it's porn, if, if only but there not was full penetration. Some other way to get pornography. <laughs> Sometimes you just want to watch something. So anyway, AT&T merged with Warner. Yeah. With Warner Media. And now they have... Now they own everything. They have the rights to a lot more content, and they made that all available on HBO Max. So if you didn't already subscribe to HBO, it might not be worth the 15 bucks a month. But if you already subscribed to HBO and were thinking about canceling, 
throw that idea right out the window because now not only do they have all the great HBO content, they also have all the content from DC because Warner owns all the DC properties. Ooh, those are dark. Like Lego and Batman and, and Batman, Wonder Legos. Woman and Justice League and all that stuff. They also own like the Harry Potter franchise, so oh, all, all the Harry Potter movies are available. Um, they own John Wick. I now, just watched John Wick three because they edit some of these movies when they put them on there. And sometimes Netflix does the same thing. It's not Netflix's fault, but the version that studios give these people are sometimes an edited version. I like all the magic edited out of Harry Potter because that's Satanism. Yep. I don't like any of that satanic nonsense, so that's why I watched the edited Harry Potter. It's like Ben Franklin produced a version of the Bible where he <laughs> took all the miracles out of it. It's like seven pages Harry long. Potter without the magic is just about him going to school. Yeah. That's what we all want <laughs> to see. That's the best part about Harry Potter. Okay. Um, they also have adult swim content. So see, you can, that's so you where can watch. listeners of B&G are clearly getting excited. So they don't have all of the adult swim content. Nope, but they get but Rick they and have, Morty. Well, they have... Uh, the first three seasons of Rick and Morty yeah, are available. They're on already there. on Hulu, though, too. Well, you can watch the new episodes on Hulu or on Adult Swim if you have it's a cable not subscription. not on Hulu. I tried the new season of Rick and Morty, not on Hulu yet. But uh, you can watch the first three seasons on HBO. They also have stuff from Crunchyroll, so there's uh, a nice, really nicely curated list of anime content on there. Um, they have a lot of good movies. All the Studio Ghibli movies are on there now. So no way. If you're sitting at home da, 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 and you want to watch Totoro or you want to watch Spirited Away. So I got to say HBO Max has really stepped up their game. Studio Ghibli. So I'm, I'm really uh, considering. Y'all some ass and watch Spirited Away. I'm really considering not canceling HBO now. What's the one where the parents now that turn into HBO pigs? Max. Yeah, that's yeah, the where that's they the one because they they're eating all the spirit food. What's the one where How has the moving castle? I believe that is uh, Kiki's delivery service. Kiki, okay, cool. <laughs> Kiki, don't work here no more. <laughs> uh, and also on HBO, in addition to all the great stuff that I just mentioned, uh, there's a new miniseries called "I Know This Much Is True," starring friend of the show Mark Ruffalo from Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings: The Best Way to Cure a Whole Size Appetite. <laughs> Uh, John Wick 3, I just mentioned that I watched, which was really good if you're a fan of the John Wick series. Uh, John a lot Wick of three, violence in the John Wick series. Lots of John Wick. I want to know what the broken glass budget was for John Wick 3. There is more broken glass in that movie than pretty much anything I've ever there seen. There was no glass ceiling for the broken glass budget. That's right. I'll tell you that much. And also, if you haven't seen True Detective in a while, go back and rewatch season one of True Detective. Especially episode two, about 30 minutes into it. Right, where when... you see uh, some of the greatest boobies of all time. Oh, lordy. Some of the greatest boobies I've ever Fantastic seen featured in boobs. season one of True Detective. Love the good couch sex scenes. Uh, and, yeah, there's just so much good stuff on HBO now. So I do actually highly recommend that. Uh, and there's there's a bunch of cool Netflix stuff, uh, Uncut Gems. Yeah, with Adam Sandler. You keep right. saying it's good. I got to finally watch it. Uh, watch it's, it it's really good because what happened was Uncut Gems was produced by Netflix and A24. And then it, Studio A24, baby. Yeah, and then it had it had an actual theatrical release. And then it was it was internationally distributed by Netflix. But they didn't have it on Netflix because they, they needed to give it some time to play out in the, in the movie theaters. But now, as of just last week, Uncut Gems is available on Netflix. So if you haven't seen yet, if you haven't seen that yet, definitely check it out. Uh, Space Force, as we mentioned, there's an interactive episode of Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, whoa! If you, if you haven't seen that, to choose your own adventure with Kimmy Schmidt, unbreakable. They love, damn it. 
It's a miracle. So if you haven't seen that and you're a Kimmy Schmidt fan, you're going to love that. And if you're not a Kimmy Schmidt fan, but you like 30 Rock, watch Kimmy Schmidt all over again. Yeah, it's it's produced by a lot of the I same people. And it's got that same clever humor. The first 80% of the episodes are really great, and then it only tapers off a little bit. Also, Avatar, The Last Airbender, the, the famous anime, is now on Netflix as well. So a lot of people have been talking about that. This is what I love about Netflix is so many people have Netflix that once they add something, if it's something that people hadn't seen before, then all of a sudden it gets this huge resurgence and everybody surge, starts watching baby. That's why I'm very excited because guess what's coming to Netflix on June 5th in the just Biscuits a couple days? Show? Not the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Hannibal. Oh, right. Not the movies. The show Hannibal, which was originally on NBC, is coming to Netflix. Nicholson? With Mad With Mads Mikkelsen. It's coming to Netflix June 5th. Only, uh, what's today's date? The third? So Lawrence like, Fishburne. In like two days, Lawrence Fishburne is in it. What a great show. This is a show that didn't get the appreciation that it deserved. It was and too so, smart for CBS. Very excited to say it's going to be on Who Netflix soon. Who would have thought soon. a television show would be too smart for CBS? Oh, and also, you may want to watch on Hulu, Stolar Opposites, if you're a Rick and Morty I've been fan. watching it, and it's good. Uh, and now, speaking of Rick and Morty, let's go to our resident Rick and Morty expert, John Quigley, and see uh, if he'll have a little chat with us. What do you think? Sure. All right. Hold In on. a segment we like to call Quigley Down Under, live from Philadelphia. Hello. Hey, you're live on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> Hey, what's up, man? Hey, how's it going? Uh, I think you probably... What was that? That was a giggle about there. Are you being tickled? Hmm? Where, yeah, where are the feathers, Quigs? So? I'm pretty excited. Yeah, what's up, guys? I'm sure he's tickled pink because we're calling you to talk <laughs> about Rick and Morty. Oh, yeah? Thanks for being on the part of the show here. Thanks for being a part of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. And we just want to remind our listeners that our lovely segment, Quigley Down Under, is brought to our good <laughs> friends down at Jude Law's Colostomy Bags. The law is on your side. And also by Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. So, Quigley, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm assuming that you have watched the season finale of Rick and Morty. Season four, season finale of Rick and Morty. What happened to Beth? I certainly did watch it. and uh, What was your takeaway? Like, well, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'd say more than any other episode, like straight up during the watch. I thought it was great. I thought it hit on it did everything that you want like a great Rick and Morty episode to do. It gave us like so push the plot forward in terms of like the big Beth clone reveal and where Phoenix person is now and <laughs> Tammy dying. Ah, oh, I that that scene Phoenix I really person. enjoyed. So like those are those are actually like big significant moments, not to mention that it was like laugh out loud funny as well. Uh, a bunch of different parts. <laughs> the invisible garbage truck being the most <laughs> obvious thing that was hilarious. The invisible garbage truck Jerry. It's a new franchise. <laughs> that lasted for all of about 60 seconds. And I don't know, different stuff. It's, uh, all of it. Like, the, like a bunch of Jerry stuff when, when he, like, when he pee, it took a piss and it invisible, but the pee wasn't invisible. The pee wasn't invisible, and then you can see it going around his shoe. <laughs> I think we can all relate to that one. And the shoe th or the puppet thing, remember? The puppet thing was also pretty brilliant as well. Yeah, the fact that they like planted that seed episodes and episodes ago 
in a post-credit scene with Summer's friend wanting to bang him over the puppet thing, right? Oh, oh my god, that's right. They're having the sleepover party, and so it's kind of cute, actually. I believe that was beekeeping. Like, okay. Oh, it was beekeeping. Okay, so, all right, never mind. Forget it. Well, the plan, it wasn't seated that far ago, but there was something about puppets that came up. That's true, and, different... they, and they do bring it up at the beginning of the episode as well, so it does have a pretty good payoff. And I, I like right, the fact that you mentioned that it was enjoyable during the watch because there's right. a couple episodes that I watched and then they needed a little bit of time to breathe and then I enjoyed it more when I went back and watched it. But this episode, right. I was pretty much on board all the way through dur- while I was watching it. Right, and, to, and to, to use their terms, which they always like to reference themselves, they refer to an episode of that nature as immersive. immersive. That's what I think they mean they by that. They do like to reference themselves, though, a lot, though, huh? Right, right, but immersive just means you get lost in it, and that certainly, and the more that they get into the actual story, the whole black clone thing, and being able to, like, give us an answer to that, but in really, really great writings, the way that they do when they're writing their best, they didn't just give us, like, a cold, hard, okay, here's your answer, it was like a new, now we have an answer that Rick did not in fact, or what he did because he couldn't make a choice for Beth. So now we don't know which one's which. Right. I thought that was a really um, interesting take because everybody yeah. was expecting them to just answer the question and say, is Beth a clone or no. is she not a clone? And now we, <laughs> and they, they always find like a, a more interesting kind of third choice to, exactly. to hand the audience. Us, they give us a new character, right? So space Beth. Right. Ah. Right. And 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 family Beth, whatever, however you want to put that. So we have kind of a new character. We don't know how they're going to introduce her or keep her. How included she's going to stay, right? You know, in like the main show. That's that's kind of a cliffhanger part of it. But the one thing that I think that gets lost though is you remember back to season one when they when Cronenberg the world, right? Yeah, that's the original Beth. Okay, that's the original Beth. So we're actually on to Beth two and Beth three. If you want to be serious, right? Exactly. There's an infinite. They're still in like the Mad Max world where they're killing anything <laughs> that breathes, right? Right. Yeah. Yes. That's so our original original. Beth. So what was your takeaway from the from this series, from from season, season four? You mean? From season four, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm glad. What do you think overall? Where... Dragons are really gay. <laughs> I think it had. Four great episodes. I think it had, four, like, you're going to make a list of the best all-time Rick and Morty episodes, four of them. The first one with the Death Crystal. Was really good. Yes. The, the Rattlesnake um, whole time loopy one. I'm glad to hear that you came around on that because I, I know originally you weren't a huge fan of that episode. I was just, it's because I was being too, I, I because of the way they break up the seasons, one to five and then six to ten, it, it was like one through five. It felt like it was supposed to feel like a finale, but it was really just the middle part of the season. Right. And um, and then the Vat of, Ap- Vat of Acid episode. Love and the then- Vat of Acid episode. Yeah. So between those four, we get four great ones and then really no no bad ones. So I don't think it was good at season ah, three. Yeah, I mean, episode. I think the, the Rick Lantis mix-up episode from season three is probably is not only the best episode of Rick and Morty, but it's one of the best episodes of any television show I've ever seen. <clears throat> yeah, it's still, it's so still my favorite. It's going to be yeah. hard to top that, but I think they did a really solid job on season four, and hopefully it won't be as long as a, of a break in between seasons. I know that you mentioned no you heard that they may already be working on season five. I heard Dan Harmon in a community 
uh, reunion YouTube thing say that he was in real time, and I'm talking about a month ago, working on season six. So he either accidentally said season six or accidentally revealed that season five is all the way over and they're just figuring out how when they're, how they're going to roll it out. Yeah, which I, in and Rick I, and Morty time could be another year. I mean, season six would be three years away. True, right, but I we'll think see, that they but... finally have the merchandising in place. They finally have everything out of the way. It's an all about merchandising. I want to buy a story train personally. You know, it's, <laughs> I don't, it's, it's, it's available for sale that. at Hot Topic. <laughs> right but now, if you buy yeah, two, you, you get a shirt go, 50% off. Oh, that's cool. If you could go inside that's of nice. malls, which you cannot. Yeah, I think they're, they're going to open up the malls again soon, hopefully. They um, are. Well, right now they're boarded off. You can't even go in the parking lots. Yeah. You can go in the arm mall here, but it's worse than ever before. There's only <laughs> right, few, but you're yeah. actually allowed inside of it versus we're not allowed inside of it because of COVID-19 and because of Philadelphia rioting. <laughs> Philadelphia freedom. Yeah, at least there's no riots going on out here, actually. So that's, that's a I plus. I should hope not. It's paradise. Now, before I let you go, uh, there's one yeah. more thing I wanted to ask you about. Have you heard about uh, Hannibal, the show Hannibal, coming to Netflix? Yeah, you told me. (laughs) (laughs) I know you're a big fan of the show Hannibal, and I don't know if you remember, but a a couple years ago, Netflix, before Hannibal went to Amazon Prime, Netflix was talking about picking up Hannibal, and there was a possibility that Netflix might have actually produced... They were supposed to! They might have produced another season, so now that Hannibal is coming to Netflix... I'm hoping, I got my fingers crossed, that maybe Netflix will actually make a fourth season of Hannibal. Will Gillian Anderson uh, want to come back? Lawrence Fishburne? Totally free. Mads Nicholson? Also probably free. I really hope so. I think it's like one of the most underrated shows of all time. Underrated? I don't know. I, Besides Biscuits and That's gravy. what I said. Besides Biscuits and It's gravy, ridiculously yes. good, but it's really niche. It's really niche. It's really dark, and it's really smart, and it's really... Uh, gory all at the same time. Which is why as much it didn't, as that appeals to didn't us, do too well on regular TV. Correct. But the Bing Bang Theory, however, <laughs> that ginormous turd burger. Fucking yeah, so stupid. And they, you know, Netflix finds that they're, they're more comfortable with niche audiences, so let's hope. Right. So I, I, I got my fingers crossed for that one. Uh, oh, anything sure. else you want to say before we let you go? Uh, if, if I may, I was thinking you about may. this. You may! All right, I, 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 this is a plea to the world, okay? Oh, to rage against Spotify, the oh, okay. oh. Spotify playlist suggestions, okay? I decided I'm angry at, play, at Spotify, and I would pay them extra money to take the algorithm thing off of my account and stop telling me what to listen to. Yeah, what's this, Pandora? No, talking about premium Spotify. No, 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 no. I'm saying that I have premium Spotify, and I agree with you. I'll tell my computer machine that listens to me, play Afternoon Delight by the Starland Vocal Band, and it'll be like, all right, playing all the other dumb 70s music you don't want to hear right now, radio. Chuck I Sp- hate it. Chuck Spotify just just recommends uh, Trump speeches to him. I love it. I love it. That's all I really <laughs> want to hear. Spotify will, no matter how specific of a like a, uh, a style of music that you like, will find all the groups of bands and group them together. And you got to find a way. I've found a unique way. I hate to it. Put it up and make my own damn playlist. Every playlist I have feel like a product. will play Beatles or Bob Marley. And I'm like, I, I'm listening to John Prine. 
Why are you putting <laughs> Beatles and Bob Marley on it? And then I have to thumbs down Beatles or Bob Marley. Dude, Pandora does that to me all the time. Nothing makes me more mad when I'm like, listen to like Led Zeppelin playlist and they start playing the Beatles. I'm like, why are you making me thumbs down the Beatles? Yeah, you know they're different. <laughs> All right. Well, nice. I have a way to beat it, but it's elaborate. So beat we'll have to go into another We'll have to do that. Love right. it. Well, that was episodes. John Quigley's hot take on Spotify and Rick and Morty. Uh, thanks for calling us, and we'll be talking to you soon. Uh, no problem, man. All right. Take Speaking care. of beat it, today's spoiler alert is presented in part by Chris Brown's Batteries. Get charged battery from Chris Brown. And also by Gary Coleman's Coal Burning Furnaces. What you talking about, Furnace? Now, I want to say that I am a big Spotify fan, and uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify right now, if you haven't already done so, don't forget to follow us. Subscribe to the show. Uh, you don't have to listen to the episodes, but just subscribe. It helps us out. All right, now, we spent a lot of time talking about the Jeffrey Epstein uh, conspiracy documentaries on Netflix, but are you ready to talk about Jeffrey Epstein conspiracies in real life chuck absolutely bro bring it on baby it's time for conspiracy cook play that sweet sweet kevin spacey music <laughs> who jeffrey epstein also hung out with him yeah oh i love that conspiracy the, music the documentary is so sad it's like the guy who is now trump's number one man was the Remember, attorney general for florida my number one and they're like all right we're gonna have a meeting uh private trial where you get to serve 18 months, you're going to get off in six, you don't actually have to go to jail. So he was allowed to go to work and then occasionally had to sleep at a jail at night. But <laughs> it wasn't to, like a real jail. He had to check jail. himself out of jail and then he, he just had a curfew where he had to be back at jail by the end of the day. Yeah, and he was getting HJs by 14-year-olds. Well, he was, he was hanging out in his office while he was supposed to be in jail. He was going up into his office where people weren't allowed to follow him in. And then he was having like prostitutes and stuff and yep. people come and have yeah, sex with him in his office while he was supposed to be in jail. And they didn't notify, like, the 60 women who were like, uh, we have, like, complete proof that he totally raped us. <laughs> and they're like, all right, well, you guys aren't allowed to go to the trial. And boop a boop you get six months of part-time jail. Now, Chuck, there was a lot of stuff in that documentary that I learned, but there was a couple things that I didn't know that when I learned them, it definitely upset me. And this was his close ties to the scientific community. Oh, my, well, he was trying to rebrand himself after it. So he was like, hey, let me become a part of these scientific communities, these nonprofits, so I didn't know the this, academies of the arts. Jeffrey Epstein, not only, I mean, this wasn't one of those things like, who's the, the pharmaceutical company that makes Oxycontin? I don't know, the devil. They, <laughs> they, just, they just give a lot of largesses. They just give a lot of money away to places so they they can put their name on stuff, mm -hmm. you know, and it makes them look like they're not as terrible people. But, but this isn't but not only did Jeffrey Epstein give a lot of money to all these scientific researching funds, he also wanted to be a part of the conversation, which which is what the documentary really brings to light. And here's some of the things uh, just to name a few that Jeffrey Epstein was not only giving money to, but also very interested in was uh, cryonics which okay, is where so you, you freeze yourself uh, after you're dead. Cryogenics. Uh, cry cryogenics, also in the same field. Uh, DNA mining. Oh, my lord, DNA mining. Uh, transhumanism. What's transhumanism? And quantum computing. Transhumanism okay. is like sort of uh, when humans stop being humans as defined by what we are now but maybe putting your mind inside a computer and and living further and so this really upset me because i want to know what was he doing and what was he trying to accomplish with all this science stuff think about 
uh, DNA mining. What was he mining all that DNA from? What was he doing with all Ew, that DNA information? Gross. Was he? I have a. I have a. A thought. Sure. Maybe he was trying to create human sex clones. Why would you not create human sex clones if you had the power? Human sex phones also pretty also. interesting. I, I would wouldn't mind having one of those. Oh, that's what I saw a touch screen. Human sex clones. Maybe that's why he had his own private island. That's like the island of Doctor Moreau. Maybe he's doing he all these weird scientific sex clones where. Oh no! Taking the DNA from all the hottest women from all around the world. Or what if he cloned himself? And he's like, I'll just prestige myself. I'll kill myself, but I'll really live. Right. Oh, are you saying that there may have been a second Epstein? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that makes that. I mean, I know we say a lot of stuff here in the Biscuits and Gravy Show, but right before he died, he moved all of his money directly to the Virgin Islands. He did it for a couple of different reasons. One is because he was getting sued in civil court because real court was not giving any of the millions of people that he raped any sort of justice because the real court system is dominated by assholes and you get literally justice doesn't exist everybody just so you know between right, me and you in his will which he which he wrote right before he killed himself about a week before he killed he himself he transferred all his money so he'd be tied up in red tape entirely to and his bank which he owns yep he in owns the virgin a islands. bank he owns a bank in the virgin islands and let's not we're not even going to get into the fact that after his death weeks after his death there was millions of dollars in money transfers that went missing. He cloned. So he cloned him. He could have cloned himself. Now explain to us what prestiging yourself is. We okay, learned about so, this in Rick and Morty so the other the, week. In <laughs> one of my favorite movies, done by a good friend of the show, Christopher Nolan, uh, he had two competing magicians, right? And they were doing this ultimate like trick where it had to appear in one, disappear, and reappear in another place. And this guy in the movie worked with Tesla, as played by David Bowie. And Tesla could not figure out how to uh, evaporate somebody and make them reappear somewhere else. But he could figure out how to duplicate. Because what's his you name? Batman and was, you ha actually had a twin. Actually, that, actually had a twin doing a it. secret yeah. twin. A secret twin. And Hugh Jackman couldn't figure out how to do it, so he figured if he could make a, a clone of himself and duplicate himself, so every night he Hugh could Jackman he could pull off the trick. But then himself. In a show, you can't have two Wolverines running around. Can't have around. two Wolverines, baby. So he would have to, after he created the clone, he would have to kill one of the clones. Mm -hmm. And so maybe that's what kill Jeffrey himself. Epstein did. He created a clone of himself, and then when it was time for him to pay the piper, and he wanted to suicide himself, quote unquote, suicide himself, because we all know that Although he, he didn't actually he knew kill that himself. The Clintons were going to go do it. He knew that Hillary Clinton was going to off him while he was in jail in in the lockup. Everything about him dying in jail, though, is so shitty and bizarre. And no matter what you do, you're like, all right, well, clearly our criminal justice system is completely broken and complete fraud. Right. We all know this here, people. We all but, know that. But, like, how did he kill himself? Even the guard was like, yeah, we don't know why. Somebody came in and was like, he's allowed to have a CD player with a cord on it. Like, why would you? <laughs> he's on death. What the hell? Yeah, and... I don't know. It also didn't make sense that he would kill himself because he he didn't even stand trial yet. He still had a chance of getting getting off. He knew that he's been gotten off quite a few times before. Oh, yes, many times. And we all know, Biscuitiers, everyone listening to the Gravy Show, that there is law, you know, like for some people and there's law for other people, you know. And like police get to kill whoever they want all the time and get away with it. But rich people get to molest people all the time and also get away with it. Like completely. friend of the show, Donald Trump. Like friend of the show, Donald Trump. <laughs> and we found out during the documentary that the hunting ground they used to groom 
underage women and make them give HJs to politicians <laughs> at, was uh, was Mar-a-Lago. Yep. Not, and we're not saying there's anything wrong with that. Friend of the show, Donald Trump. Yeah, we're not, DJ Donald we're Trump. We're not condemning you. This is America. No, no, and if you have enough money, Trump. you're allowed to do whatever you want. Yep. Uh, also, I was kind of worried that he was that Jeffrey Epstein was really interested in quantum computing. Yeah. Because with quantum computing. Quite the renaissance man here. With quantum computing. year olds and quantum computing. <laughs> with quantum computing, that opens up a whole bee's nest of all kinds of options. Not the bees! <laughs> Not the bees! <laughs> Not the bees, but with quantum computing, you can do all sorts of things, um, including transferring a human consciousness into a computer. We've all seen this on, like, you know, kind of BS sci-fi shortened shows, right? And Transferring it, yourself into a computer. Is it possible that Jeffrey Epstein created a super powerful computer and he was able to upload his consciousness like in Westworld? Ooh. And is it also possible, here's here's my hot take, maybe... <laughs> Don't say hot take around Epstein. Right, I'll, I'll warn you right now. <laughs> right around the time that this was all going down was around the same time that 5G internet was coming out. Of course. So remember, of the, remember course. that great movie, Transcendence, starring Johnny Depp? Yes. One of my favorite all-time movies. Not stupid, dumb, or moronic at all. Maybe Jeffrey Epstein, in addition to uploading his consciousness in, into a computer, maybe he used 5G technology to proliferate himself into our bodies, and now he's inside of all of us molesting us from the inside. It sounds like an Epstein wet dream. Yeah, so it's it's Epstein transferred himself into into pure electrical <laughs> matter, transmitted himself through 5G, and then he's taking advantage of all the mandatory vaccines that Bill Gates put little tiny nanobots inside. Clearly, that which he uses to send the coronavirus into our bodies. Also, Epstein now Jeffrey Epstein got is Bill Gates inside to those nanobots. Millions of dollars to one of his science funds. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Oh, it all comes back around. Qui bono, Chuck. Now, skeptics will say that it was $2 million, <laughs> which is true, and that's literally <laughs> no money for Bill Gates at all. Yeah. Uh, Bill Gates just randomly dropped a couple million dollars on setting up uh, space satellite technology. Which is nothing for Bill Gates. He's so rich. So that you could so that you could send uh, information waves from the moon down to people to make How lizard holograms. How are they going to do that from the moon if the moon's hollow? Well, the, the moon is hollowed out. but Because then it's a satellite. There's giant My hologram satellite. machines inside the moon which transmit holograms that make lizard people look different to us. Yes, that's how they can be shape-shifting like humanoid lizard the, people. It's like in the movie They Live. Just like that. <laughs> All right, you got anything else for Conspiracy Cookbook? I don't. I have the quickest thing for What the Chuck. Oh, you got a What the Chuck? I do. Let's hear it. All right, hold on a second. I'm, I'm very excited. Conspiracy Cookbook is brought to us by Chris Hemsworth's Discount Tailoring. What are your Hemsworth? We'll hammer the competition. What the Chuck is brought to you in part by Jason Bateman's Fishing Supplies. A master fisherman needs a master Bateman. And also and by Clay Aiken's Pottery Palace when you're aching for some clay. Now it's time for What the Chuck! All Trump right. hates that song because it's Led Zeppelin's immigrant song. <laughs> <laughs> Racism is alive in the White House. Oh, I love Guys, it. Guys, today... On what the chuck? 
We got another story from Down Under, the original Quigley Down Under, from down in Australiaville. Have you ever heard of the continent Australia? It's next to New Zealand, which doesn't exist. I have. It's a big island. It's a big island. Boom, an island in the sun, as Weezer would say. First of all, we all know that New Zealand does exist. They're just trying to hide it from us because we know that's where all the that's millionaires where the liberal and billionaires elite want to live. When the earth starts going to heck, which it it we are already in those first stages Heck now. We know that all the millionaires and billionaires are going to colonize New Zealand. That's where they're going to all move it's to. Already colonized. And that's why they're trying to take it off the maps to keep uh, peasants like you and me away from New Zealand and thinking that it doesn't exist. All right. So down in Australia, their police are a little bit different than here, right? Police in Australia are not allowed to indiscriminately kill people all the time and totally get away with it. Did you know this? I did know that. I oh, also know. I'm blown away. That they also don't allow us to have uh, assault rifles. Yeah, and you know what's so crazy is that after Australia had an assault rifle banned, guess what happened? What? People stopped being killed by assault rifles. Uh, That's a coincidence. It's completely unparalleled. That's the land down under. Everything is opposite there. Anecdotal. It's now, anecdotal evidence. Let me tell you best. something. Let me tell you something. Wrong. Have you ever had a rape fantasy, everybody? We all have. So there's a guy in uh, New South Wales. <laughs> and uh, Sydney kind of spreads out pretty far, just like the butt cheeks of this fantasy novel. Right. Now, this guy wanted to have a rape fantasy. So he hired two Johns, and prostitution's legal in Australia. That, I forgot about that. It prostitution's is, legal. Also, legal. when you legalize prostitution, just like making assault guns that are completely unnecessary, illegal, uh, a lot more peace and prosperity for people. We're going to get more into that later. I don't know how it works, but anyway. Well, it's because when you take when you take prostitution and put it out in the open, it makes it safer for everybody because prostitutes can get they can get checked. Uh, the people going to it can get sex workers can, get can checked, have sex rights. Workers can have rights. Can get into they're not getting instead of being they're not down by Jeffrey Epstein. By pimps, exactly. Yeah. So Australia, it this gives guy them agency. Was just of craving us. for what we all crave. West Craven. He wanted. He was West Craven for two brutes to break into his house with machetes. We've all been and there and rail him in the butt mercilessly. We've all been there. We've guys. all wanted that, right? Now, have you also? Uh, showing up to the wrong person's house sometimes. This is ever happening. I've done that. I still don't know which condo is yours. So this happened last year, but the guy has been acquitted. Uh, these two guys showed up to perform their sexual fantasy. His sexual fantasy. His sexual fantasy. And oopsie poopsie, they went into the wrong house, went into the wrong bedroom, <laughs> and with machetes pointed at the wrong person, the sex workers were like trying to clarify before they went through... Is this the right person? And it turns out it wasn't the right person. <laughs> and then the police showed up, and then guess what happened? The police didn't wildly jump to conclusions and kill everybody involved, which would never happen in the United States. It didn't kneel on anybody's neck. The United States, if the police come to your house because they're looking for somebody to arrest, even if the person's already been arrested the day before, the police in the United States will break into your house, break into your bedroom, shoot you, and Tear then gas your infant child and, and then, in their bassinet, and then you will get in trouble. For not welcoming the police. We've all been there. Well, the police. Only if you're black. Only if, well, it happens to people all the time. Did you know that police get to kill everybody? They don't get to just kill black people. Wait, they can kill white people yeah, too? Yeah, police can kill whatever they want, dude. Well, it's not just white this is cop. eye opener. It's not just white cop. I think I might have to protest Black now. person. <laughs> Sometimes it's corrupt cop. 
and innocent person. I, but, co- you know, what are you going to do? Mm. You know, you're a cop. What are you going to do if you're not killing people all the time for no freaking mm. reason? I don't know what you're going to do. So anyway, this whole thing happened. These guys had machetes. They had their hard-ons a-going. They were, they were all set for a, a good old-fashioned fantasy raping. The police showed up. They saw the people with the machetes, and what did they do? Did they shoot them 30 times for no reason? No. They amicably talked the whole thing out, chalked it up to a miscommunication, and then eventually the guy did have to go. They did get charged, but the the guy went to court, and he got acquitted this week. Right. The the judge said, look, this was obviously just a mistake. Yeah. They didn't rape the guy. Nope. (laughs) And uh, it was there was obviously no intent to do anything malicious. Nope. So, well, good on you, Australia. So, Australia, I don't know what you're doing there, but Australia also did this other weird thing that the United States didn't do, which is when uh, COVID-19 hit, they were open and honest with the public and said, what if, we're going to shut down. What if you were down. really into getting raped and they, they showed up, but it happened to be the wrong place, and you're like, well, I'm not paying you. I, I thought I was just... Uh, I thought I was just getting some pro like, bono work. Joke's on you. This is 151A. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking for my neighbor upstairs if you, if you want him to pay. <laughs> so, Australia... You're doing things all upside down there, but more power to you. And that's my what the chuck, everybody. Well, that was pretty darn good, Chuck. What the all Chuck right. was brought to us by Anthony Hopkins Pogo Sticks. When you want to get hopping, get Hopkins. What the Chuck was presented in part by Johnny Depp's glasses. The best perception <laughs> is depth perception. Just like in uh, Transcendence. That movie's what so a great stupid. movie. <laughs> I hate that movie so much. I wanted to watch it, and uh, when I looked it up, it turned out it was on Netflix, but it was only available on Netflix for one more day. And I was like, how fortuitous that I still get to watch Transcendence. Mm. What the Chuck was brought to us by Paul Reiser's Yeast. Makes a great Jewish rye. You'll be mad about Paul Reiser's Yeast. Funding for the biscuits and gravy comes in part by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. And also by Christopher Plummer's Plums, a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches. Funding for the Biscuits and Gravy Show comes in part by Steven Tyler's hand-carved arrows. When you need quality arrows, trust and an Aerosmith. You know what else is also a subsidiary of Brad Pitt's Peaches? Hallie's Berries. Ooh, I like it. When you're looking for something to put in your mouth, think Hallie's Berries. They go great with swordfish. I was just... Oh, man. Oh, so uh. And finally by Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bras. Don't be a saggy Gyllenhaal. She was voted Best Supporting Actress. Best Supporting Actress, Maggie, Maggie Gyllenhaal's Bras. All right, you ready to get into our final segment of the day? We did cooking and comedy, we did watching watch stuff, stuff on, on TV. TV. We didn't do much porn this week, but whatevs. Porn is there. It exists. Porn for you, is porn. still out there. We'll talk a little bit about the Chinese porn star Ooh. and the Ikea incident next, next week. week Ikea, Chinese porn star. Ikea, this has got me all Ooh, worked up. baby. Get the meatballs ready. <laughs> wow, I had such a great show with you today, Vincent Fodi. I can't believe it's time for us to wrap up the Biscuits and Gravy show. I know. I'm really enjoying these uh, extended Biscuit Bunker episodes. Me and you both, brother. Now it's time for me to prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. That's right. Can you stump? The Buffalo. Well, don't forget to email your trivia questions to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. That's thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. And uh, we'll ask those questions to Chuck live on the air. Oh, and don't forget to send us the answers, please. Yeah, please do. I'm tired of having to look up the answers to your questions. Mm-hmm. I'm just kidding. I already know the answers to everything that you guys send in. 
he might be the smartest buffalo after all. I doubt that. All right, are you ready for Chuck's Stuff the Knowledge uh, Buffalo? Not really, but whatever. Our first question comes from Harrison in Miami, Florida. Harrison wants to know, name three presidents that have been assassinated. Uh, Garfield, Lincoln, and JFK. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. I wasn't expecting to get the Garfield one. Nope. Even th- You know how much I hate Mondays. I wonder bro. if it was on a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> also, McKinley. Mc- of course. McKinley was... Was Garfield the one that was assassinated at the train station? Yeah. After like a mu- Garfield was only in office for like a month or so. I think it was a little longer than that. I think he was the one it that got... It wasn't much. And then McKinley got... A, he got shot, and then he didn't die from the shot. But then I think like he died from them trying to fix him. He from died from an infection that he got from the doctor in the hospital. Yeah. So, but technically it counts. So, well, I'm surprised you got you got a uh, you got all of them. And then Jack. Andrew Jackson, who I wish had gotten assassinated. Don't we all? Uh, don't look up the trail of tears, everybody. Turns out U.S. presidents not always that great. Jackson is uh, a pretty big. Some piece guy of tried to kill Jackson not once but twice and both of his guns didn't go off. So Jackson at 68 beat him half to death with his cane. Was it Roosevelt that got shot and then uh, it didn't kill him and then he gave a like an hour long speech? No, Roosevelt never got shot. No, Roosevelt never got shot? Nope. I know there was a lot of there was a lot of uh, assassination attempts of that people didn't actually Pull through on it. Mm. Unsuccessful. They didn't get Reagan. Adapts. Didn't get Reagan. They didn't no, get no, Nixon. No. Nope. They Did Reagan didn't. get shot though? He got shot at. He yeah. got shot at. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You ready for the second question? Sure. Our second question comes from Jeff in Montpelier, Vermont. Oh, hey Jeff, I love your cheese. He wants to know where are alpacas native to? Uh, alpacas are native to Peru. That is absolutely correct. Oh my goodness, Chuck. Uh, yeah, alpaca is like a llama. It's like a llama. It's like an upcountry llama. Inca, <laughs> An alpaca is an upcountry llama. Upcountry, bro. They live in the Andes Mountains, mm-hmm. uh, mostly in Peru, but also... Not to be confused with Andes candies, which are more delicious. Which have a little picture of the mountain on the front. I love Andes Very candies. Yummy. All right. Well, you got two for two so far. Ooh, baby. Doing pretty darn good, Chuck. So good. All right. You ready for the third and final question? Mm-hmm. Our third question today comes from Alex in Hana. Hey, Hana. I he must be listening on Spotify because I know the I know the, the radi- lizard people don't the, the radio waves the radio waves don't go all the way to Hana. All right, Alex and Hana wants to know Jack Black. This is a sports question, by the way. <laughs> Jack Black plays a Mexican wrestler in this 2006 comedy. What is Nacho Libre? Nacho Libre is absolutely correct, Oh, Chuck. yes. You got three out of three this week. Oh, smoking. You truly are the smartest buffalo in the room, and you know what that means. It's time for the end of the show, That's everybody. the end of our Today's show. Today's show was presented in part by Jeremy Irons Irons. You'll be impressed with Jeremy Irons. And also by Bill Gates Gates. If you love windows, you'll love Gates. And of course, our dear friends down at Channing Tatum's Tater Tots. Mmm! Tatum's. And Put a little magic in your mouth. Today's show was brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Umbrella Patches. Got a leaky umbrella? Don't just patch it up. Cumberbatch it up. Vince Fody, always a great time. I'll see you at the same biscuit place, same gravy time next week. And from me to you, hello! Kisses. Little kisses. <laughs>